0: Hey, welcome to episode 41 of the One Life Church podcast. We talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah Inman, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the podcast here. And for the past few weeks, we've been sharing with you some talks from an event we had a few weeks back with leaders from One Life Church, where we were talking about rhythms of life. And that consists of anything from um, work rhythms to rest rhythms to maybe retirement or starting a new job or maybe when something unexpected happens in your life. And we're going to continue sharing some those talks with you today and you're going to hear from ben and kathy stewart now ben and kathy are connected to uncharted international Um, you've probably heard us talk about them before share some things about uncharted as we are connected and partnered with uncharted Um, ben has taught at one life before and also kathy um, is an amazing teacher herself so i think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing just a continuing conversation about rhythms from ben and kathy stewart we are gonna continue on now with Ben and Kathy Stewart. You might know them from Uncharted. Um, also, um, just being around here and being awesome people. And we're excited to hear um, as they are passionate about rhythms as well, continue this conversation. So we're gonna hear from Ben and Kathy now.
1: Okay, awesome. Thank you, Sarah. And thank you, um, first of all, just for the One Life staff for providing the space for this. Um, man, I, I need this. Uh, this has been really sweet so far already to the panel. Thank you. Uh, we'll reference some of those things. and. Dan, that was fantastic, thanks for, thanks for that word, that was beautiful. Um, so we're just gonna share a few different things, a couple of different things really, more aspects or mindsets that have helped us in our journey and, and honestly even our struggles in finding healthy rhythm uh, in, in life, in parenting, in marriage, uh, but then also layered over that in, in full-time vocational ministry and in leadership in general. And I wanna start uh, both by referencing uh, a resource that I would highly recommend, and then a quote from it. This is uh, a, a guy who is sort of a mentor and a speaker um, that we were connected to, named Ken Shigematsu. He writes this book, God and My Everything. And um, I want to start this quote that says, "In response to God's lavish love towards us, we cultivate a rule of life, a rhythm of practices that will help us experience Jesus." and embody his wisdom and love in every sphere of our lives. And there's a couple of reasons why this quote struck me as important to begin with. First, I love how he says it's in response to God's lavish love. And I think that's important to know, especially when we talk about the idea of rhythms um, and other ways that we describe rhythms as rules of life or spiritual disciplines. Sometimes guilt can be associated with those. Like, oh, yeah, okay, they're talking about things that I should do more of or be better at or more disciplined. And and I love how the stance and the approach, the starting point, really, that he's saying is, no, 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 it's in response from God's lavish love that is poured on us. And that the goal is not to walk away as a better Christian, but it helps us experience Jesus uh, in, in his wisdom and love in every sphere of our lives. So that's that's what we hope is is really the tone and the starting point is that it's all this talk and all this conversation and practice of rhythms is flowing from a response of the lavish, lavish love of God in our lives. Um, so we just have a couple of of basic sort of aspects or mindsets that have guided us and influenced the way that we try to live rhythms in our life and um, don't always do perfectly with it. But there are two things that we've probably painfully had to learn and continue to learn as we walk through life.
2: So, yeah, we narrowed down to two main points, and then we'll just get super practical in six minutes and ten seconds. So, number one is um, it's really about fruitfulness and not producing, which is really tough because we live in a culture and Western Christian society, um, where it's about striving and producing, and although none of us would love to admit that, that is how our culture functions. So I would say, you've heard the quote, cleanliness is next to godliness, but I believe in Western culture, busyness is next to godliness. That is the idol we hold to and the pedestal we stand on. And really what we have to ask ourselves is, is this fruitful, or am I just trying to produce. And really the reality is, what is fruit? Fruit should always be life-giving for us and other people. So if it's not giving life and it's not breathing life, you're not producing fruit. You're just striving. Um, And so that is something that, in years of ministry, (laughs) we speak that to each other. Is that really fruitful, or are you just trying to produce? In my book, I'm going to recommend you is Sacred Rhythms by Ruth Haley Barton. She writes a lot of good stuff. Um, And one thing she mentions is, quote, there is nothing in Western culture or even in our religious subculture to support us in entering into times for unproductive being rather than frenetic doing. So would you agree? Don't you think it's kind of like that? So our goal is to produce fruit that is life-giving to ourselves and other people, not produce more stuff. And we see this. Jesus demonstrates this to us. And I think
1: so. one, of, one of the reasons why we found this really important is so much of our identity in our culture is wrapped up in what we produce and in really in how busy we are, right? I mean, think about a lot of the conversations that you have typically on a Sunday morning out there. Uh, out in the lobby of, of, of what I, whatever campus you're in? How, how do we typically begin those conversations? You know, well, how was your week? Oh, man, well, it was really busy. You know, first I had this, and then I had that. And, and that's not inherently bad, but it's, it's sort of indicative, in and the temperature of our identity too often is wrapped up into what have I kept busy with? Am I, am I proving my self-worth with how much I've done? And really just allowing the spirit to enter into that space and free us of that. And, and to know and be confident that our identity is not uh, controlled by or, or defined by how much busy work we have committed in the last seven days.
2: And so that moves us into our second point, which is um, the art of disappointing. The art of disappointing is something that we have had to learn to master. And basically what that means is learning how to say no. <laughs> and who you're saying yes to is actually really what that's about. So two things that a mentor of ours has told us before is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Just because it's good doesn't mean you should. So practice the art of disappointing people because at the end of the day, I come home to him and my children, and that at the end of my life, they don't even stand by me. I stand all by myself in front of Jesus Christ. And so that's who I answer to. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna disappoint a lot of people. I'm really gonna let a lot of people down, but he cannot be disappointed first, and then they cannot either. So really practical, just uh, a couple things. I was things. just gonna add real oh, quick to that. Um, I think I'm, that really... I'm, really, I'm keeping time you're, you're so a great job. well, I just yes. want to win,
1: okay. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Um, so I think, I'm a
2: three. I'm a three on the Enneagram and yeah. I'm an Achieve. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. All right.
1: <laughs> so the reason I want to I interject is I think that connects well to something that you, Larry, were talking about that is yeah, huge. Um, where you were talking about just how typically the, the things or the people that are noisiest get our attention, um, but they're not necessarily the most important things that should be getting our attention. And in order to live that out, I think, um, especially as leaders and influencers, it is important to learn this art of disappointing people that um, to, to do what Larry was advocating for which I full fully agree with you have to know that there's gonna be a cost to that you have to know that there's gonna be a cost to giving life to the right areas there's gonna be a cost to giving life to the right relationships um, and that cost is you're gonna disappoint other relationships you're gonna disappoint other uh, other people and um, I think that too often, we, we bypass learning the art of disappointing, and so then we allow the tyranny of the loudest to, uh, to grab our attention the most.
2: That's good stuff. Um, so. so real quick. Um, now you can keep going. Spiritually, spiritually God and our everything spiritually is part of all this. So maritally, every single morning, Ben and I get up and have coffee for an hour and a half. That means I get up really early, and I don't work out, and I don't care because this <laughs> is the most important thing to me. And so that is a shift in my life. So we have coffee, we pray, we talk about all the stuff in our life because that is the only time we have. So that is sacred to us. Individually, um, for me, I'm a people person, but I actually need to be away from people (laughs) because if I am always sucked in by people, often it's because of guilt. I should get together with them. No, 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 no. Like, I'm not helping my kids out by doing that all the time, so saying no to that. For Ben...
1: Yeah, so the point with this one, too, is find your own rhythm. Not everybody's rhythm is the same, and that's okay. Um, So for me, when I say things like uh, being in Scripture is significant, exercise is significant, uh, journaling is significant, those are things that I I will disappoint other people and say no to other things so that those have space in my life on a consistent basis. Um, But to feel freedom that those may not be the things for you. Right. to find those things that are Everybody's different.
2: And for those of you who are parents, um, we have learned as our kids are now teenagers, we find instead of like we can't always just, um, our rhythms now include them. So our son likes to work out. Well, he comes and works out with us. Um, My daughter actually likes to grocery shop, and I hate it. So (laughs) I bring her with because we can talk, and she likes it, and I tolerate it so those are rhythms of our life that are natural but we include them so what does that look like for a three-year-old and you know and for a friend if you're if you don't have kids like take them in your natural rhythm i walk every day take a friend every day to walk with you those kind of things it's good so, okay
1: so um we want to transition into some yep. questions and uh look at that two seconds left you won I'm good job winner. yep i'm ready to go okay. Um, number, yeah, I'm watching
2: about. you, Natalie. She's gonna cut me off, okay? And I can't.
1: Okay. So some questions, um, just reflection of this. And again, I love that the word is rhythm tonight. That this isn't the goal is not balance. The goal is not just what more things can you do, but there are different rhythms for different seasons of life and different things that connect with different people. So we want to give you um, several minutes um, in your at your tables to just talk through these and any other aspect of the night that you've heard so far, okay?
0: our thanks again to Ben and Kathy Stewart. We're so thankful um, for just learning from some of the rhythms that they've been able to see in their own lives and be able to share and teach us as well. We want to continue the conversation with you guys. We'd love to hear back any feedback that you've had from any of these talks. You can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org and we would love to actually hear some of the things that maybe you're processing as you've heard these talks. So again, share these out, um, send us an email, let us know what you're hearing, what you're learning, and we can't wait to see it next week.